three whole kids and a husband and, you know, um, being the co-founder of this amazing organization and, and so much more. How is it that she does that? She does that. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black, black, Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Welcome to the Diary of a Grown-Up podcast, where we have authentic conversations about embracing the changes and challenges that come with growth and life. My name is Kathy Taylor, and I am your host. I am so excited to have a conversation with the Blair Durham. Blair, welcome to the Diary of a Grown-Up podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Kathy, for having me. I never want to be the Blair Durham, but I'll do it for you today. <laughs> yes, you guys, you are in for a treat. Like, I know this conversation is going to be so good. And the reason why I know it's going to be good, it's because usually I, I have a certain way that I usually introduce people. And I skipped all of that because I want all my time dedicated to um us just having a conversation, you know, with everything going on, we haven't seen each other face to face in a long time, but you guys are in for a treat because sharing, we, so Blair, basically we're just going to have one of our normal good conversations and we are allowing the listeners to listen in. How does that sound? I'm great with that. Cool. So the Diary of a Grown-Up podcast is all about embracing the changes and challenges that come with growth in life. So who would you say you are now in comparison to the woman you were when you first became, say, an official adult? Wow. Big question. Um, I mm-hmm. think I became an official adult. I was as useless as a bag of rocks. <laughs> um, wow. I had all my parts, so that was good because I could keep going. But um, I think the woman that I am now has fully embraced what it means to be spiritual. Um, and it's it's entirely different than what I thought it was then. Um, and so I'm excited about growing in God and really... Um, for the first time, like for the first time, feeling like I understand his word and what he requires of me. And as a result, who I am. Um, so, so yeah, huge. That's something that I had been praying for um, year after year. Just um, first, God, I want to know who you are. Who are you? Where are you? You know, and for me, that's been a long journey. Um, but bringing some closure to that has opened a new realm of inner possibility. Um, and so I'm, I'm grateful. Wow. Yeah. So adulthood is quite different than what we thought. You know, we looked at as as an 18 to say 21 year old, we looked at things a lot different um, and had some different 
rules were. We were looking through it with different um, lenses, but some changes and challenges came. And yeah, it's like so much happened in between. And I agree, like my relationship with God has totally um, expanded. And um, even with that, there's been some changes and challenges and um, some clarity that has happened during this time, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you more. I think as a child, getting older was had more to do with just this freedom that we thought we were going to experience. I will be able to dot, 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 you know, I will mm-hmm. be able to be able to drink i'll be able to decide for myself what right and wrong is i'll be able to you know um but the recognition that there is a safe space that god's created for us and that's where the freedom lies uh, has been good for me yeah so with that um what are some of the processes that you've used to um, sort through your thoughts and feelings about all of that? Mm. Well, in recent weeks and months, um, I have found that God's Word, the Bible, is a tremendous resource. Um, and I know that in this era of questioning everything, this post postmodern, you know, can we really be sure about anything? The Bible has come under tremendous scrutiny. Um, but as I have looked much more deeply into it, um, I have found that there is not a single unanswered question there. Um, that is a resource hub for all things, from sorting out business matters to um, my role as a wife and a mother to, um, you know, how I should engage with the Christian congregation. I mean, everything is is there. Um, and I now feel like I'm empowered to use it in the way that God would have us to use it. Um, so that's what I would say now. Before I'd say, oh, I could spend two weeks in a library. I mean, I could... With nothing else to do, I could just go in the library and read book after book after book after book. Um, And I felt like I had some sort of um, status as a result of doing that, you know, being able to say I've read this many books. But that one book, Mm. (laughs) Aces, you know, yeah, changed, you know. That is so powerful, um, Blair, what you just said, that you read book after book after book um, and thought that having all that knowledge um, held some kind of status or um, you were, you thought that you were someone uh, of a certain level because of knowledge. However, um, after you really understood that one book, then all of those other books, not that they're bad. However, if you really understood starting with the Bible, that one book, there's so many questions that could have been answered early on. And because you read all these other books and you still 
you were still left unfulfilled or you were still left with fumbling around you know very haphazardly (laughs) you know without any rhyme or reason um I think that that priority has shifted for me in terms of knowledge being some sort of absolute value um thinking now about a scripture where the Bible says that he uses the the simple things to confound the wise. It's not as deep as we would like to believe it is. Very straightforward. Um, so I'm so grateful. I feel like a lot of that was a trap that the enemy sets, you know. He knows how much we made by by learning, you know. Um so anyway, yeah, that's my story. No, yeah, I love that. And it really brings home why the Diary of a Grown Up, um, I'll say just brand in general is so important to me is because I am truly on a mission to make sure that people understand that if you just read the Bible, I love devotionals and I love um you know, to study other ways of understanding stuff. But, you know, having a conversation with God is not as um, difficult as people may make it seem that you don't have to go to him with some eloquent speech or you have to speak a certain way or do all of that. It Your relationship evolves with time. He's just saying, I want your yes. Once you give him your true yes, then he'll help you figure out the other parts. And that's what that is like a part of my life's mission is to help people understand that giving God your yes doesn't mean that you have to stop all these other things that you're doing. Um, And honestly, half of the things that you think are, quote, sins or, you know, you've been raised to feel like they're such horrible things. God is so not concerned about those things. So just just that plain, um, I call it just plain English kind of talk to God um, is so important and making sure that people understand that. Having a respect for God and under um, and reading the Bible, but just building that relationship with him for yourself um, is such a needed conversation often. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And I believe that he draws those of us that have that disposition that you just described, that humility, that, you know, I'm keeping it simple. I'm looking for you, God. I believe he draws us. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he teaches us what he requires, you know. Um, And like the Bible says, you know, his commandments aren't burdensome once Mm -hmm. we have that trust. You know, his things that he asked us to do, we understand that that keeps us safe in his will. They're not, they're not super difficult, you know, so I'm grateful. I I believe he has the right to rule as the creator of all things. He got the right to say what makes sense. (laughs) And I got the right (laughs) to go ahead and do that or not. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the piece. Um, So... Yeah, again, just a really, really grateful face. Kathy, thank you for opening up this dialogue. This is very powerful. Very. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Blair, for 
um, helping me to engage. And I know that we are in sync with um, our beliefs in this area. Um, so what, what would you say is your purpose and um, purpose in life? And when did you discover or confirm what that looks like? love that question um one of the uh items that higher education started to push toward the end of my undergraduate journey was this piece about not just purpose but you know mission vision goals you know um and I remember coming home from college and sitting down with my laptop and typing out what I thought that was, you know, um, and then kind of leaving it because I had no idea how I was going to engage with it, you know, and then coming full circle to like 2016 and realizing, oh, wow, I can do this. But then recognizing that that would not satisfy my spiritual need or calling. So... I love the work that I do with Black Brand, but I've been hoping to appreciate recently that um, at the end of the day, although it has, you know, a, a purpose and a thing behind it, you know, a cause and so forth, uh, it's about righting a wrong, it's about um, filling a need, filling a void, all that is great, but ultimately doing that frees me up to be able to do what I realize now is my purpose. And that is sharing the good news of this kingdom message, right? Making sure folks understand. I mean, just like, what is it, Matthew um, 28 says, Matthew 28, 18 and 20, we're supposed to be out here, you know, really um, as a witness for God and making sure that um, not just preaching and, and um, having folks, you know, come into the knowledge of truth and be baptized, but also that we're teaching them, what does he say? All the things that he commanded to his disciples. And so I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Not what I thought, but it makes so much sense um, because the space we're in right now is minuscule. In comparison, mm-hmm. big reality that God has for those that love and trust Him, and I want to make it there. I don't want to not do what He has for me to do here because I'm so busy doing what I think I'm supposed to do, what I love doing, you know, what what feels right. Nah, I gotta do, I, I gotta do that thing. So much so, Kathy, that like I printed out a chart. I'm like, okay, I need to know on a daily basis that. I have encouraged someone with the scripture that I have followed up with someone about God's word, you know? Um, So I didn't know that it was coming to this, (laughs) but I'm glad because I've learned recently that there's a, a spiritual famine going on, you know, amidst all this crazy, people don't understand where they are in the stream of time. They don't, they're not seeing God. They're not feeling God. They're feeling like God must be absent. You know, what has he left us to? Why are we still having these issues that we've been fighting for umpteen years, you know? Um, And so just to be able to have an encouraging word, um, it feels like 
what I'm Wow. Blair, that is so, that's so good. That is so, so good. And I'll tell you why. Um, Because what you, what you are doing is something that we're all supposed to do. Um, That mandate or that pull that you have to do it in such a clear and concise way um, it's something that we can all learn from because when you said that, you know, you have this chart and, you know, you're making sure that you do certain things, um, something as simple as sharing a scripture with someone. I mean, there's no reason we all can't do that. But the fact that you've been very intentional um, is a lesson, not only for me, but all the listeners that's like, wow, yeah, that's something I can do that, you know, you're not asking, you're not saying I have to preach the Bible from, you know, Genesis to Revelations. You're not saying that. What you're saying is I am letting God lead me to say, maybe this is the scripture I'm supposed to share with this person. And you're being led by the Holy Spirit to say, well, they don't, they don't really need a scripture right now. They just need an encouraging word. And this is how I can say it. Because sometimes it's not in saying the name of God, but you're saying you're talking about who God is and people are drawn to that. And they, um, when you, when you live a life on purpose for God, people will see how is it? They want to know what is it about Blair that makes her move the way she does in spite of her having all these changes and challenges. And, you know, how does she do it with, three whole kids and a husband and, you know, um, being the co-founder of this amazing organization and, (laughs) and so much more. How is it that she does that? I want to know what it is that helps her, um, stay in that good place. And that's when God will, God is so strategic that he will make sure that the people that you need to speak with are in, um, that you cross paths with them and you can either take the opportunity to share, be prepared to share, or you will miss it. Wow. Imagine that. That was huge. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that that's it. Thing. Yeah. Just in the decision to, um, the, the decision to, study the Bible more intently, you know, so I have dedicated days, hours where I'm, where I'm studying, right, so that I can be um, prepared to share, yeah, that's, yeah, and you're right, like, I'm half crazy, you know, most people know that, (laughs) (laughs) I'm running around crazy, Um, and so, you know, I'm grateful that you know, we have Holy Spirit and He does what we need, you know, when we need it. Wow, Blair, that is so um, impactful. I, I love what you just said that there's so many areas. Wow, I, I just need to even pause for a second and just really take that in. Um, about the, this whole chart thing. I think that that's what's got me like, 
I need to, I need to figure that out. God, you know, like show me how, because I am every morning I'm saying, God, teach me or show me um, how to one, use the daily bread that you've provided um, wisely. I want to make sure that I'm a good steward of that. But show me how to be a blessing and not a curse to those that I encounter. Yeah. And say, and, and so it's like, I'm seeing show me, but am I actually prepared? That, like, how many times have I missed it? Because I wasn't intentional about um, seeing that person that's sort of hanging around me, you know, a little longer than, yeah. you know, it seems kind of odd or awkward or, you know, ignoring those gentle nudges to, you know, help someone in a certain way. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert. I literally just started it um, this month. Um, But I've decided that it is a privilege to um, have the truth and to share it with others. I mean, the joy that I get in doing so, it it overcomes the crazy. Mm -hmm. Just to be frank about it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it, it, um, it satisfies my own spiritual need, to be honest, right? So, oh my gosh, I hear a baby. <laughs> well, again, with you, um, having all these things going on, we could definitely continue this conversation forever and ever. Um, but I just, I just want to um, end with maybe you can share um, other than the Bible. What are some other resources that has really helped you build or strengthen your relationship with God? Um, I'd say the second greatest resource is the Christian congregation. Um, It really is truly. an interchange of encouragement when believers come together and they've prepared because they've been in the word. Um, wow. You know, that's, that's a powerful time. And that's something else that I'm being more intentional about. Um, we can get together and talk about anything, <laughs> but how often are we getting together to share God's word? Um, and, and to keep each other truly lifted. I believe that true Christians are known by their love. And that's one way we we demonstrate it is um, being intentional. We know we're all going through life together. We know it's crazy. We're dealing with sickness. We're dealing with death. We're dealing with pandemic. We're dealing with racism. Um, and we need spiritual grounding. So therefore, we you know, we really need each other. Um, so, yeah. Just surrounding myself with with mature Christians who um, can impart that because you know the Bible's a two edged sword, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> impart that, you know, when it's necessary. Um, game changer, definitely for me. Yeah, I totally agree that being a being around um, 
other Christians that can help you sort of sort through some of the stuff you don't understand. Um, and no man is an island or no woman is an island. Like we need each other to survive. Um, that's the way that God created us. Um, and that's why attending a congregation where you can, um, you can, you can grow and plant seeds and work with, um, be with like-minded people and you're getting fed um, is so important. I totally agree. Well, Blair, our time um, has come to an end, but our conversation um, has been so impactful. Um, and I think that someone is going to um, hear this and think, wow, I, I know that someone is going to hear this and um Take something that's going to help them throughout their week that they that will last them that they can expand on throughout the week. Um, one last thing, tell me what is your favorite Bible verse? Mm, favorite one. Yep, only one. <laughs> it is the Lord's Prayer. Mm. And what it meant until like the last year. Um. And I would say it with my daughter every night, and you know, I knew she didn't really understand what it meant either. Mm-hmm. But it was why Jesus taught his disciples to pray in that way. Um, it's it's good. It's really mm. good. Yeah, I know that was probably too simple, but I love it. No, but that's what we're talking about, sort of keeping it simple with God and going back and really dissecting things just like the Lord's Prayer. I mean, most people, if they don't know it, they've heard um, heard about it in some shape, form or fashion. They've read it on a plaque. They've been to someone's house or something. But do you really understand what it means? Have you really taken the time to absorb um, and to just understand each verse. Um, yeah. It's meaty. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Well, Blair, thank you so much for hanging out with me, um, with me and just having this good chat about um, life and doing life with God. So I so appreciate you and I can't wait for us to do this again and talk more about so many other things. I look forward to that too, Kathy. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you. It's my pleasure. So until the next time, we are out, out, out. This show is brought to you by Positive Vibes Incorporated, our consulting services. We do credit fixes, tax resolution, we lend private money to real estate investors, and we do debt consolidations. Basically, we put money in your pocket when you need money. We put money in your pocket when you need money. 757-932-0177. Throughout the United States, credit fixes, tax resolution, lending private money to real estate investors, and debt consolidation. 757-932-0177. 
seven. Positive vibes. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black.